Welcome, everyone, to this fifth episode of Somewhat Supernatural. And we're going to get a little goofy with it because we are talking about UFOs. And not just UFOs in general, UFOs and movies that have some actual facts about the experiences. So who else would I bring on for this episode? I mean, we're doing a mash of movies and a mash of real life UFO experiences. So ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce to you my very, very, very special co-host for tonight. The host with the most, Mr. 88, the fapper yapper, the quintessential stud muffin himself. The one, the only TJ motherfucking Bowser. Hey, yo, what's up everybody? Yeah, we got the tinfoil hat here because we got to keep the aliens out of our brains and out of our thoughts. And we'll talk a little bit about that when we get to signs. Yes. And M. Night Shyamalan's classic. Shyamalan ding dong. Yeah. So, you know, uh, with with this episode, because, you know, there are fuck tons of movies about UFOs and there are fuck tons of people that have seen UFOs, but we narrowed it down to a few. You know, we could talk about this subject all damn day if we could, you know, if we had to. But we narrowed it down to a few. Um, so, TJ, you were very adamant you wanted to be on this episode. Tell yes, us why. Well, because as a child, I had an intense fear of aliens and especially being abducted after watching several movies, of course, ones that we'll talk about here on the show. But uh, for the longest time, I wouldn't place my bed in front of a window or I'd put a blanket over the window. It's just things like that that for some reason in my child mind made sense that, hey, maybe that will prevent me from getting sucked up by aliens through some sort of tractor beam, you know, one of those uh, situations. And uh, yeah, I mean, you just see a lot of documentaries and shit and just talks about them coming through the window and seeing lights and shit. And you're just like, fuck that. So that that scared me as a kid. So when you talked about doing aliens, like I love film and I love alien films because it's truly scares the fuck out of me. Alien films. That's one of the few genres that well, subgenres of horror that truly terrify me. So when you gave me the opportunity to talk about it, I hopped on it, buddy. Fuck yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. So what's going on with you? What's new? I know you you like you always say you did a podcast here. You did a podcast yeah. there. You do podcasts everywhere. What's going on right now with you right now? Uh, dude, I just went and picked up a couple of uh, what figure hunting actually right before the show Ooh. and went over to Target and I picked up some X-Men uh, like 90s like legends figures but oh, they're carded yeah. like the 90s figures yeah, yeah 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 i got them from my buddy who collects the marvel figures i collect nothing but dc predator and uh horror movie shit yeah but uh yeah i picked those up for him and it was buy two get one free so i got him uh a funko wolverine that was also for a 90s like wolverine theme so got him those and then taryn my oldest we got her like this jack skeleton thing real big it's real oh, fucking badass. rad badass. but yeah but uh tomorrow i have a podcast with McStron and marcus dunston uh marcus wrote film like saw four five six uh the collector stuff like that oh nice uh, you might have watched a couple of his oh, films just, just a little bit of his film a little you know, bit yeah little bit. Uh, but of course i think that i'm going to be putting out a couple episodes of the power hour i have some pre-recorded shit already uh, <laughs> i got lots of stuff in the vault <laughs> the ho- I, I need to release it <laughs> yeah, the, the homeless episode is, yes that, the homeless that, episode. god damn it <laughs> 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 i was on that episode so y'all listen out for that when it comes out because that one that one was a doozy bumception bumception that's what it was bumception God damn it. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I actually just found out today that I will be going on a pretty big um, paranormal investigation in okay. January. There's a very well-known uh, old hospital here in South Texas called the Yorktown Memorial Hospital. And anybody that is anybody in the paranormal world has investigated this place and in the end of January, my team will be setting out to investigate the Yorktown Memorial Hospital, which we've been wanting to do for a while now. And we just got the go ahead that we're going to be able to do it. So then we have another investigation uh, this not this weekend, but the following weekend, we're going to be heading back to the uh, old Lavaca Jail in Hallettsville, Texas, which is the site of the very first uh, paranormal investigation that we ever did together as a team. So. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I guess, kind of coming full circle now that we have a full team. It's not just, you know, two guys that got together with cameras and decided to go check out this jail. Now, you know, we're going to be fully equipped. We get to spend the night. It's going to be an overnight lockdown. Ooh. And, yeah. And it's only my team, which is going to be really rad. So we're already mapping out on who's going to sleep where and who's going to stay in what cell. 
And yeah, I decided I'm going to stay in the comfy little chief quarters that they have there. So the guys can go stay in the jail cells if they want. So, so you talked a little bit about your personal experience, which is basically, you know, just being afraid of <laughs> UFOs as a kid, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I have, I actually, I have a very fucked up dream that happened to me one time. Okay. Now, when I was younger, I used to sleepwalk when I was a teenager. I'm listening. Reason. I'm just shilling your show. No, no, I, I yeah. no I know. <laughs> I, I shared the shit out of it too while you were talking. Okay. So it's okay. So when I was, fuck, I had to have been about maybe 16 or 17 years old. I, for, mm-hmm. and it, this only happened for about a year. I would sleepwalk. Never sleepwalked before in my fucking life. Fucking But for some reason, 16, 17, that year, I would just randomly get up and fucking sleepwalk. So I remember having this fucking dream. And it was paired with sleepwalk. Fuck. And it was fucking weird because in my dream, I'm laying down in bed. And where I grew up, right across the street, it's just a giant ass cornfield. You know, there, there's, there's uh. an empty lot. There's an empty lot, and then there's a fucking big ass cornfield or cotton field, whatever the fuck they decide to plant for that yeah, year. Whatever. And uh, so I see this bright fucking light just like glaring oh. through my window. And so my dumbass, you know, in my dream, I get up and I look, and I'm like, what the fuck? And so I walk outside, and it had just rained, so the the floor was muddy, and I remember feeling the mud in between my toes. So I walk to the empty lot across the street, and I look up, and I just see just this blaring blue light okay fuck it eh? and then i black out in my dream now mind you this is all in my dream or so I yeah think. yeah of or course so i think it's still in my dream so then i remember bits and pieces and in my dream i am strapped to a fucking table and there's uh. a long fucking metal arm thing with a huge fucking like adapter on it and then a thin fucking like razor sharp needle and it's yeah. coming it's coming into my fucking hand and it goes like deep into my fucking hand but i don't feel any pain i don't feel nothing yeah but i see that fucking it'll go in there i pass out again in my dream and then i wake up but i wake up in my bed in real life fuck that so oh, i'm like see this whoa. is the stuff i was terrified of so man. i'm like whoa what the fuck that was a fucked up dream like what the fuck just happened so i look at my hand and it may have just been coincidence, whatnot. There was a little red dot right mm. here on my fucking hand. I put that on everything I hold dearly to me. I told my cousins about it. I told my friends at the time about it. And there was a clear as day, like little red dot right here in between my knuckles where that needle had gone into my hand. Now, I'm not saying I was abducted because I will never be one of those people that says I was abducted. The kicker, because my dumbass was sleepwalking, when I walked back to my bed, my feet were muddy because I was walking outside. So when I took the blanket off of my feet, my feet were muddy and so was the bed. Mm. So I was like, holy fuck, like, did this really happen? Did I get fucking abducted or was that mm-hmm. all just a dream? And still to this day, I say it was a dream. I don't know for sure, but, you know, that was my one really creepy experience that still sticks with me to this day even though it was just a dream it's still still kind of you know hey what if what if i was fucking absolutely it, you it know always what I mean? has that what if thing that just lingers yeah. in your mind like a bad yep. fart it just it's just exactly there. yes yeah yeah so and i've seen things in the sky here and there um more than uh fuck maybe maybe a month ago about two months ago maybe no it wasn't even that long ago, a month and a half we were out on an investigation uh, at this plantation house that's here locally, and we see this just strip of light in the sky Ooh. high up. And it looks like if a power line is being illuminated by by like a street light, uh-huh. like an orange street light. And we're looking and we're like, what the hell? There's no power lines out here. What is that? So the fucked up thing is none of us thought, hey. We have camera equipment set up. Yeah. Let's fucking record this. Let's fucking pull out our phones and record. We were so just caught up in the moment that none of us recorded this. And it just slowly fucking disappeared, whatever it was. Well, then later on, a couple of days later, I saw on Facebook that it was some satellite, supposedly. Oh, okay. that Elon Musk had launched from somewhere or whatever. But where we saw it, 
up in North Texas, what they saw was like a bright, clear light. What we saw down here was very similar, but it was a orange glow light mm. that slowly dis- dissipated. It, it was weird, man. It was it was crazy. But, you Can know, I talk about the fit of my hat. Like, look at this. Dude. Shit. Well, I mean, I have my headset on, but, you know, yeah. we have our tinfoil hats, of course, because we got to keep the uh, aliens from coming in. I molded mine to a hat and then I went from there. Well, see, I just stuck mine on my head. So. Uh, yeah, I put mine like a lot of effort into this. So Yours is a lot better than mine. I my, mine only took like I, I think it's more function over overlooked in this scenario though. Well, my, mine took the whole ten yeah. seconds to make. It's okay. You know? I mean, you just it, I, I think it's, it's it's just more about the tip, and you yeah, just really oh, got to yeah. work the tip well. You know, got to work the tip, I, and as long as you got the tip yeah. worked well, I mean, look, I mean, it's I, I mean, I, that's all you really need. It's just really good control of the tip. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a decent tip, size you know? tip. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. It works. All right. It, anyway, works. it gets the job done. It does. Okay? I mean, that's all that matters is that it gets the fucking job done. So, have other than your fear of UFOs, you've never seen anything crazy in the sky, nothing like that. I mean, I look up every once in a while and I see things that are like, huh, that shouldn't move that way. But you know, we don't really think much of it. And then uh, you just move on with your life. I mean, yeah. That scared the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know what it was at first. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm so happy you have that mute function, like right there. That yeah, is so. Right pa pow, pa pow. You know what? Shoot up, dog. No. One of these no. days, I'm gonna get that bleep button. It's gonna cost me fucking buco bucks, but it's gonna be so awesome to troll Bobby. <laughs> and you're gonna blur his face too. You're just gonna blur his face. For yeah, you gotta no blur his face. Reason. <laughs> Drop it. Uh, you got to do Johnny D double tone, demi, double semi tones lower. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking great. It's like a mob documentary, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna jump into this now. And the very first movie slash real life thing that happened that we're gonna talk about is, of course, none other than Fire in the Sky. Now to this day this movie still freaks me the fuck out i watched it a few months ago a you know, specific after scene freaks you the fuck out the when he's in fucking in the goddamn uh ship and you see the little fucking men around the aliens around him that's just fucking and he's got that fucking rubber thing on yep. him like oh 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 it just it gets me it happens time. to the best of us dude every time every time so I'm going to let you read. So the way I figured we'd do it is you read the premise of the movie, talk a little bit about the movie, and then we'll jump into the actual stuff that occurred. Yeah. So uh, Fire in the Sky, I do want to start this off by saying the Australian imprint label. The label is actually called Imprint, all caps, Imprint. They just released this film for the first time ever on Blu-ray this past month. And that is available. You just have to search it up. It costs a little bit extra because it's getting imported from Australia, but uh, absolutely worth it. So that film is 1993's Fire in the Sky. And it's a kind of a biopic science fiction mystery film directed by Robert Lieberman and written by Tracy Torme. So it's kind of based on the Travis Walton story, uh, based more so on his book, the Walton Experience, which describes an alleged extraterrestrial abduction. The film star, stars D.B. Sweeney as Walton Patrick, Robert Patrick as his best friend and the future brother-in-law, Mike Rogers, James Garner, Craig Sheffer, and Scott McDonald, Henry Thomas, and Peter Berg. Fire in the Sky was a modest box office success and was met with generally positive reviews. So this film pretty much follows that, that story of Travis and uh, the group of loggers that come across a UFO in the woods and they kind of get abducted uh, and then they get dropped off. And it's kind of the things that they experienced while on the ship. And then thereafter, and the film does a really good job at uh, instilling paranoia and fear. And really these actors really do a good job as well at putting over the fact that they've gone through something truly traumatic. And it's, it's a very good film. It's shot extremely well, extremely professionally, like shot professionally. Yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah, I've watched it a couple of times. And like S- Steve said, that abduction scene is absolutely fire. It is just arguably one of the best in cinema history. And it just sends chills down your spine. 
Yeah, it, it's it's very especially for the, those of you that have never seen it, I suggest you watch it because it is a very 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 good movie as far mm-hmm. as an alien abduction movie. It's not overly done, you know, and you it's very believable with, with especially with the act with the cast that they had in that movie, you know. They 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 I mean, it's their A game, you know, and, and you could watch it and be like, "Holy shit, this is almost a, you know, not in the documentary style, but you could see something it's like not this. overly cinematic exactly exactly so and that's what i said like when i was just saying it, it shot professionally is like it's shot in the style that this film needed to be in order yeah. for it to get over with audiences and i think it did i mean like it said it uh was a financial success and critics were like yeah it ain't bad it's not a bad movie it's not lying like a good little movie with aliens yeah, so shifting on to the real world, uh, okay. you want to talk about it? Talk yeah, about so in, on November 5th, 1975, what happened was, and this, this is Travis's story. <laughs> Bless you, baby. Um, this is exactly tr- word for word what Travis said. And uh, on November 5th, 1975, Travis Walton and his friends saw what he described as a basically a fire in the sky. The sky was lit up. They saw this bright light. Um they went to check it out. They stopped. Travis, for some reason, was mesmerized by this light. And his his friends co- slash co-workers told him, do not get out. They were saying, don't get out, don't get out. And for some reason, something was just drawing him to this light. So he gets out. Um, he walks and he said he was beamed up by that Beam fire. Up, and he wouldn't return for five days. He was missing for five days. So for those whole five days, They're his friends... His friends were saying or his friends were being accused of murdering him. They they thought that they went off on this job. Something happened because he was he was a lumberjack um, that they went off and there was an argument or something, which there was an argument between Travis and one of the other guys. And so they made it seem like they were covering up that they killed him by saying, oh, there was UFOs. Um Walton also did say that the movie is as close to a real life representation as that we could of what we could get as to what occurred to him. Um, his friends a also movie called Travis as well, I, which I have not seen, but I did see some, you know, some stuff about it. Um, they did put their friend, the, the friends and Travis, they all did a polygraph after Travis returned the five days later and they passed the test and there were the, according to the person giving the uh the uh, test said there was no signs of deception um so a lot of people think that this is the most legit ufo abduction to date um and although walton did receive plenty of financial gain from his book and the movie um his job as a logger i mean it pays very well you know what i mean so it's not like he was like struggling for money and you know, could he have wanted to be famous, you know, or cause a stir? Of course, you know, any anybody could be like, hey, you know, let's let's fucking say this happened and see what happens. You know what I mean? But I don't think that me personally, I don't think that they did it purposely to, you know, try to make fucking as much money as they did off of this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's like what would cause him to lie if this was a lie, you know. Um, but. Many people think that this is legit. I am one of the ones that think this is legit that happened. But there are also people that think that it's not true. There's a lot of UFO experts that said there was more than one round of polygraph tests that they took. And a couple of guys had failed the first round of polygraph tests, but they destroyed the evidence of the polygraph tests, made them take it again, and they were able to pass it. So, but there's no evidence of it. You know, that's, that's the only thing you can say, oh, well, we gave them this many tests. Well, where's the proof, you know? Yeah. Now, did they destroy it? Maybe, but it it caused such a stir back in 75, you know, it it was on the news and everything. So he, he, something had to have happened, you know, whether it was a, and a, a legit abduction, which the detail in the abduction, the detail that he says occurred, we had never heard anything like that before this book came out. You know, we 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 would hear about, you know, oh, UFOs this, UFOs that, but this is really the first real, very, very thorough and 
well thought out abduction if it was something that he made up, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, I think, I think he was really abducted and I think that something did happen, you know, back in 75 and I don't know if he's still alive today. I didn't, I didn't really do much research, but people wouldn't even recognize who he is, you know? So if it was, if it was something that he made up to get famous for, I mean, nobody really knows what Travis Walton looks like. You know, if if you put him in front of me, I wouldn't be able to pick him out in the lineup. You know, I could, if it was the actor from the, I just want to say that you look really handsome today. And that flannel is really nice on you. It's the purple. It is my, uh, it is my Dixon flannel Reagan shirt. This is the Uh uh, exorcist theme shirt, you know, Uh plug in for Dixon. Very nice on you. Maybe they'll sponsor us. You know, that'd be great. Get a little Dixon sponsorship. We could all wear flannels. Yeah, that'd be great. So what do you think? What do you think happened? You think it's legit? You think? I think that man was out on a logging trip and then he saw some lights and then he got out of the truck and then the, the aliens took him for five days and put stuff up his rear end. And then they dropped him off and the buddies was like, see, we didn't kill him. He got abducted. And I think that everything that happened absolutely happened. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, and there's like I said, there's too much detail to just say, oh, no, like you're crazy. That didn't. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And and as far as like aliens and stuff, we don't know what the fuck's out there. Anybody that thinks that, oh, life is only on Earth. You have to be dense. You have to be pretty fucking dense to think that we are that important that life only exists here on Earth, you know. And I think, you know, instead of just interplanetary, I think like interdimensional beings also, because it doesn't necessarily have to be. Yes. Yes, exactly. You know, so it's there. There's so many ways that that this could be explained. But of course, we don't know. Does the government know? The government might know. The government may not know. They may not know shit, you know, but who knows? Moving on to the next one, because this is my favorite topic. I love this one. We're going to talk about Skinwalkers, Skinwalker Ranch. Okay, so there's a movie. Okay, there's a movie from 2013 that you never watched, that I watched and kind of introduced me to what the fuck Skinwalker Ranch was. Yeah. I'll talk about that movie and how it pertains to real life. Well, how it connects to your story. Yeah, so, it, Skinwalker Ranch, marketed in the UK as Skinwalkers, is a 2013 American found footage science fiction horror film. Say that five times fast. Daddy! Directed by David McGinn. The movie had a video on demand, a limited theatrical release on October 30th, 2013. It stars... Taylor Bateman, Steve Berg, and Michael Black, and it's loosely based upon folklore surrounding the titular Utah-based Skinwalker Ranch, which is rumored to be the sighting of several UFOs. So, synopsis. Strange occurrences have been happening in the Skinwalker Ranch, which have accumulated into the disappearance of the ranch's owner's son. This prompts the dispatch of investigative teams to document the activity and look into the boys' disappearance by the way of cameras set up throughout the ranch. The cameras record a series of increasingly eerie events and warning by a Native American man who tells the crew that their lives are in danger. So this movie features a giant wolf and that mo- and that is just absolutely fucking insane. That scene and as this kid pulsing in and out of dimensions it is one of the better found footage films and it introduced me to the whole concept of Skinwalker Ranch, what it was. And then that got me into watching documentaries. And you said that there was a TV show. And I saw that the other day on Amazon Prime. Yeah. I didn't know if I wanted to hop on that because I already watched the movie and I watched so many docos about it. So yeah. I wasn't sure. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. It's a pretty legit show. Um, you know, now the whole Skinwalker thing, that's that's a whole different entity in itself. Um yes. that's that's Native American legend right there natives period you know they, they have the tales of the skinwalkers and there's actually a lot of tiktok channels dedicated to skinwalkers and there's 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 a lot of you know there's a lot of fakes out there of course but mm-hmm. there's some that i've seen that you know could possibly be skinwalkers now they you never really see them you hear them and the thing with a skinwalker is what's it, mexican culture say about that stuff 
so we don't have like a skinwalker per se. We have something that's very similar, except it's not, it's not like a wolf. It's called a lechusa, which is basically a witch bird. It's an owl that is, you know, it's a giant white owl with like a face. Yeah. And it can shape shift into, and it's usually some old witch woman, you know? So it's very, very similar to a skinwalker, but I mean, and skinwalkers aren't necessarily wolves. They can transform into any kind of animal, you know? And when we were, we, we went out to an investigation not too long ago and we met up with these people to, to show us where this grave was. We went to go visit the, um, her name was Chepita Rodriguez and she was, um, the first woman hung in the state of Texas. Um, and I, I want to say she was the only woman hung in the state of Texas and her grave is, is, you know, in the County over from us. And we went to go look for her grave and we couldn't find it. Now, the weird thing about her grave is there's a huge fucking tree that the tree's since fallen. But when I was in high school, we had gone out there there was a huge fucking tree that grew out of her grave and it was in the shape of a cross. Like it just grew straight up and then straight across. And it looked like a giant fucking cross out of a tree. It was weird. It was fucking weird. So we went out there, we couldn't find it, couldn't find it, couldn't find it. So um, we met, we, there was this little business open and we didn't know what the fuck it was. We pulled up and we're at, we asked them if they knew where it was and they started talking to us and they started saying, you know, you need to be careful when you go out there. And the first thing they said was skinwalkers. And I was like, yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. Now, a thing, the thing with skinwalkers is the farther away that they sound, mm-hmm. the closer that they really are. So it's that deception that supposedly gets you, you know, and that's just from legend. You know, if they sound like they're super close it's a trick to get you to run in the direction that they really are in to get you closer to them so that they can, you know, get you and kill you. And now aside from the, uh, the name and the ties to the name, what the fuck a skinwalker is. Now let's talk about the other occurrences that happened within the ranch in real yeah. life. Okay. Now, so so just only this shape shifting thing. No, it's, no, no. There is crazy. tons of shit. There's tons of shit. I mean, it's one of the most noted Break it down for us. UFO hotbeds. So, um, it's it's you know it's it's a supernatural place. Others have deemed it cursed. So the first person um, to buy it, his name was Terry Sherman. He got so spooked by what he was seeing on his new cattle ranch that 18 months after moving his family of four in, um, he sold it. It's 512 acres. He sold it because of all the bullshit that was going on. He would hear you know not just like voices and stuff. He would see people that weren't there. He would see bright lights in the sky. All this crazy shit was going on. It's 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 such a paranormal hotbed. Anybody that's allowed to go and investigate there, which they do not allow many people to go in there. Um, but I mean, if we ever got the opportunity to go to Utah to go to the Skinwalker Ranch, I'd be fucking down to go. And I know that's something that my paranormal group has discussed. But actually, getting in is the hardest I'll go part. With you. Fuck, I, and I told you you'd be more than welcome to fucking come with us. You know. It'd be I'll great bring, to have bring, you with us. I'll bring, uh, I'll bring, look, I'll bring Corey with me. Oh yeah. Bring Corey. Yeah. Look, I got him right up I mean, on my shoulder. This would work for an investigation, right? This big old thing. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, we get hell yeah. Quality shit. Quality <laughs> shit right there. It runs other mics. It powers. Nice. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. I have a wireless mic system so we can have lav mics. You could do a full TV show. Well, all up in that shit. shit. Why do you have to live so far away from me? <laughs> I got all that stuff because I was like, hey, one day I was like, I got all this money. And I was like, so I'm going to go on eBay and buy a bunch of gear and put it towards Project Louder. And I bought a bunch of like secondhand gear. So I have like wireless lav mics and wireless actual microphones. Yeah. And it's yeah. all can be powered through this and then wireless battery packs. Shit. And if you, yeah. So, so I'm going to talk to the guys. We're going to go do an investigation in your area so that we, we can have you there. Do Gettysburg. Gonna, we'll do Gettysburg. Dude, for a whole that weekend. would be fucking awesome if we could do Gettysburg. Yeah. Joe's here. Joe's, Joe's the rookie of our group. 
He's in the he's in the chat. Right I will now, gladly so. dress up as a soldier and just scream and run through a battlefield. It would be like TJ. Here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna you're gonna start the shit off. You're gonna run into this direction and just keep yelling fire and see what the fuck happens. If you get butt raped by a ghost, I do not apologize. All you all see is an IR camera. It's just, and you're just looking at an IR camera. And be, oh fuck! <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> so. So um, a lot of the stuff that they said, there were there was crop circles that appeared, uh, a lot of UFO sightings. Uh, there's also been reports of my favorite, my favorite piece of evidence, cattle mutilations. Yeah, okay. lots of dead cows. Lots of fucking dead cows <laughs> on Skinwalker Ranch. Joe says he's down. He's down to fucking for Gettysburg. Now, are we driving or flying, Joe? That's the thing. Are we driving or are we flying? Dude, it's empty as shit right now. <laughs> you mad? <laughs> so with the cattle mutilations, why is it just cattle? You know what I mean? It's always, you never, you know. Well, you also gotta think if there was, I mean, is it just cattle or is it just any animal that they keep there? Or is it just majority that people that buy that property just own cattle? You know what well, I mean? Well, it's not even just Skinwalker Ranch, though. You know what I mean? Every every mutilation. Much well, I know, but but why cows? What what is what is the significance of the cow? Maybe it's like a cow alien race, and they're trying Maybe. to like you know futuristic cow alien race that is coming back to dissect their ancestors or some shit. You never know. You never know. People are so wrapped up on reptilians. What about like? Hey, now don't get me. Garden. I'm just saying that's it's a possibility. It's a fucking. I don't want to sound crazy. Start talking about no, no. It. Go for it. That's what we're here for. That's why we have the foil hats on. Uh, Clive Barker was not wrong with Midnight Meat Train. Oh no, not at all. Yeah. No, I, I almost guarantee that Hillary Clinton is a lizard person. Shh, shh. Don't say that. I got the hat on. They're good. Oh, are we good? Okay, then we're good. I believe that too. It, it could, you know. High, high, high-powered people. Yes, definitely. Back to skin. There's some scales. We'll see, and I, that's what the COVID vaccine is. It's not really a COVID vaccine. Oh, it's going to turn us. It's going to convert us into lizard people. We're all going like to get this. scales, and cool. yeah, that's what's going. I'm still going to get it. Whatever. Yeah. I gotta. I'm going to bow down to the master race, reptilians. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like I said, crop circles, cattle mutilations. So after the stories broke about all of this hot shit going on, uh, a Las Vegas real estate mogul and UFO enthusiast, Robert Bigelow, bought the property. Okay, now think. 512 acres of prime real estate in Utah. 512 acres. How much would you think somebody would pay for that? I don't know. I'm not really on the up and up on real estate market these days. Tell me how much he paid for it. He paid only $200,000 for it. What the fucking fuck? Only $200,000 for 512 acres. Now, I don't know if prices are different in Utah than they are here in Texas, but to me, that seems pretty fucking cheap. Yeah, it's you pretty know. goddamn cheap. You got to think about it per acre and what what that costs and what that translates to. Yeah, and that's and how is that relative to, like what you said, what it is in Texas? But yeah, so anywhere that, that's cheap. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's fucking cheap, man. I mean, and when I saw that, I was like, no way. This dude bought five hundred and twelve acres for two hundred thousand dollars. But that's how freaked out that Terry Sherman was. I'd like about- to see the depreciation of the Amityville house. Oh yeah. Be a yeah. good uh comparison there. Yeah. Damn, that's another one I want to go to. I want to go to the Amityville house. I, I got a lot of the movies. <laughs> yeah, I've seen all of them. I've seen all of them. You know, part two is my favorite. I like part two. <laughs> uh, boxing uh, with the with the ghost. Yes. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> so, not only did Bigelow buy the property for two hundred thousand dollars, he also set up the National Institute for Discovery Science and set up around the clock surveillance, hoping to get proof of any paranormal claims. So they have a lot of cool videos and shit that have leaked on YouTube and and stuff like that. So they, uh, they get down over there in Utah 
yeah, they um, do. Skinwalker Ranch. I keep wanting to say Skywalker Ranch, but that's a whole different. Hey, thing. man, it's all the same, right, man? Yeah, yeah <laughs> man. You know what I mean? What did Joe say? Let's say Joe said Lord. also the Shermans when they left the house, the new owners found padlocks on all the doors and windows, even on the interior doors as well. Wow, that's that. I mean, and that that just goes to show the paranoia that they had you know, living there to have a padlock on everything just to make sure that you're that fucking safe. You know, there's, there's gotta be something pretty fucking crazy out there. So there's also a book called hunt for skinwalker, the hunt for the skinwalker science, science confronts the unexplained at a remote ranch in Utah. That's the name of the book, the full title of the fucking book. Jesus Christ. Yes. In which several of the researchers claimed to have seen paranormal activities, they were just unable to capture any meaningful physical evidence supporting any of the stories. So, like I said, though, with us, when we saw that fucking bright light and Joe was there, and you know, so he can he can vouch. None of us thought, hey, let's fucking pull out our shit. And we were there for an investigation. Granted, it wasn't we weren't looking for UFOs. We were looking for ghosts, but we still had our equipment right there. And none of us thought, Hey, fucking pull it out. You know, we were in, in the moment so much that it, you know, maybe they were just caught I mean, up that in, is the only time that I've ever seen you hesitate to pull it out. Yes, that is true. Cause you know, I pull it out when I want all the time. I'm the champ. I'm the champ of pulling out. Like, pull, around, like, oh, right there it is. Like, Holy like, shit. Like, man, they're like, hold it out. Like, you know, when you're like scuba, do you want to, you want a guest host on Goran more? I'm like, Wait, boom! Why, why there did you pull the dick out. Why? Why did you pull yeah. it out? It, it just had to. I had to. <laughs> viewers, as we talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you that are listening on the audio-only version, I just pulled it out. <laughs> you just pulled it out. I just pulled it out. You missed it. You missed it. <laughs> you missed it all. See, head on over to Facebook to see yeah. it. Pull. Yeah, head on over to Facebook or YouTube <laughs> to watch me pull it out. <laughs> so was Sherman lying because? You know, as people do, some people, you know, they embellish what they say um, without any evidence. The stories told are different, are difficult to believe. But most people are said to have some kind of paranormal experience while visiting the ranch. Um, Eastern Utah in general is a hotspot for paranormal sightings, not just UFO sightings, but it is called UFO Alley. So they have, you yeah. know, lots, the lots of triangle lots. on land. Yes, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, let's just go out there and camp. Like, fuck, like, staying on a ranch. Just, yeah, we'll just, just we'll fucking camp somewhere out there. If you're gonna do it, just balls out. Like, if we're getting abducted, we're fucking doing it, guys. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I forgot my foil hat. Fuck. We get attacked by a giant fucking wolf. We get attacked by a giant fucking wolf. God damn. At least we got body cams and we're ready to go. True, true. Yeah. And at least, well, I mean, but somebody's gonna have to fucking find it eventually to put it out. Because if not, if it just oh, sits we there, go live, bro. we gotta oh, go well, live. I'm down. I am fucking down. Let's do. It. You just became <laughs> you just became an official member of Dark Side Paranormal. So <laughs> start booking a shit, and we'll be there. Offer myself as tribute to the giant wolf. <laughs> He's gonna walk up with big old fucking rock hard dog penis, and <laughs> it's gonna be like Deliverance. Oh fuck! Fuck a ranch edition. God damn. It. <laughs> oh, what's up? My little brother is in the chat for the first time. Welcome to Somewhat Supernatural, little brother Eric. Oh, Eric guys. Travis gets raped by the alpha duck. Oh god damn it! <laughs> Look, we're gonna have to do a dark side gore and more collab on this on this hunt. Okay, you guys are gonna just go for it, and we're gonna record you. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Chad's going first. I vote oh, Chad go first. Thing. <laughs> Chad's the oldest. Oh, Chad go. Go, Chad. Go. Gonna wear a Lubus jacket and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. So other things that have happened. There's been uh odd objects that have been spotted overhead since the oh oh, I'm sorry. In general, yeah. uh, odd objects have been spotted overhead since the first European explorers arrived. In 1776, Franciscan missionary Silvestre Vélez de Escalante wrote about strange fireballs appearing over his campfire in El Rey. And before the Europeans, of course, indigenous people occupied the U uh, Uinta Basin. Today, Skinwalker Ranch, 
abuts the Uinta and Quare Indian reservations of the Ute tribe. Now, if you are native and I just butchered those fucking names, I sincerely apologize because I don't think I don't think they call them natives anymore. You call them something else. Well, fuck. I don't know. I don't know what the politically I think that's the correct name. I, I talked to like this this something indigenous. else guy the other day. Is it? And he was like, so like on the census they called us something else. So we go by something else now. So like, yeah. No, fuck that. If you know, fuck all that. They can pick whatever they want to be called. Oh, they, all they, 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 they they've embraced something else. Is it indigenous? Indigenous people? Is that what they go indigenous. by? Because I know they have Indigenous People Day on Columbus Day. Would that be more uh, like Aboriginal type people, though? Indigenous? No, that's Native Native American. They're indigenous to Native America. I don't fucking know. It's a politically correct term. I don't know. I thought indigenous. I thought that's what it was. Hmm. Anyways, if I offended anybody, I greatly apologize. I'm just reading my notes that I typed out. Okay. I don't keep up with with the local with the updated sayings of shit. I apologize if I offended anybody. I'm here. I gotta keep spice things up. A bit. Email me, email me at somewhat supernatural at gmail.com. All my hate just mail, send it to me, somewhat supernatural at gmail.com, and I will respond to everybody's emails. When I get a chance, <laughs> teach it. <laughs> so, uh, let me see. So, were the Sherman seeing things that nearby natives had taken note of centuries before? The ranch was once again sold to Adamantium Real Estate, hmm. which trademarked the name Skinwalker Ranch. So that's where all the, the the TV show came out from. And you know, see, your hat is so much better than mine. Look at this. Mine looks like one of those little fucking like I'm structurally sound too. And I also like bended the lip so it's not like rough on my skin. Mine looks like one of those like World War II little fucking German helmet. You must thing. dropped it. Are you okay? Yeah, it's slippery. Okay. My head's sweaty. Yeah, mine's a little sweaty too. Yeah, I'm gonna take mine off. It happens to the best of us. I'm gonna take mine off. We're good. We're not talking about Hillary Clinton anymore, so yeah, she won't we won't kill ourselves mysteriously and, and just in case if that does happen i did not commit suicide i would no. never do that so. we, love, we love our lives and we like talking so yes we want yes to, es- yeah. Yeah, especially people know we love talking when so yeah. we fucking do i, mean, I so. think also I, I like to shout out the japanese people that put me on their charts this week yes congratulations on that by the way that was fucking amazing i saw that and i was like oh you bastard here we go yeah. we're never gonna fucking hear the end of this one <laughs> i'm an internationally charting podcaster now that's and- fucking badass it's rad. I was 25th in the country of Japan for film interviews. That's and it amazing. feels a personal accomplishment that uh, I never thought that I'd hit. And apparently, I was number 17 just a couple of days prior. So, oh shit, fucking amazing! Yeah, I mean, that's got to make more content. And I know I do have content. I just got to fucking release gotta it. Find time to fucking release it. I have an entire episode with Sandy Johnson that talks about her work in Halloween and Playboy. Like it's it's quality shit. Well, goddamn. Well, yeah, congratulations buddy. on that. I hope to be there one day with my with my very simple, humble paranormal podcast. Maybe I'll jump Holy into God. the uh, you know, the the movie stuff eventually. But you guys pretty much got that on lockdown. But you know, and, and you guys, if you love movies, if you love horror movies, TJ and the guys, they do a great podcast every Monday called Gore and More. And it is I've guessed I've been on it a couple of times. Uh, I've been able to to jump on, you know, when, when somebody's sick or somebody's got to work or something, they allow me to come on. And I'm very grateful for that because that's where all this started, you know? Sure. And so you guys catch that on Mondays uh, on Facebook, YouTube, Project Louder. Yeah, that's the good shit right there. Thanks, so we are moving on to the next one, which I've never seen this fucking movie. Uh, Phoenix Tapes. Phoenix Tapes, yeah. So that's another film. I'm not super familiar with it. I probably have watched it, but don't remember. I'll probably, once I uh, read a plot, run down to this and uh, probably won't go super in-depth because this is really in-depth of a plot rundown. But The Phoenix Incident, The Phoenix Tapes, uh, is this not the right movie? The Phoenix Incident. It's The Phoenix Tapes 97. Correct. Interesting why it sent me there. Very interesting. So the, the Phoenix Tapes in 97 as four campers take a trip and witness strange lights in the sky above Arizona in 1997. They are still missing to this day and their bodies have not been found. So this is a found footage film. 
Yes. Yeah. You know what? Interesting. It's only an hour and seven minutes, so it must be paced very well. Well, I mean, it. I think because what I, the actual stuff that I found about this film, the only facts that I found were that four men did disappear in the area, um, and there's a lot of people that think and say that they did see something in the sky. They did see something crazy and those guys never fucking appeared. And yeah. so they, they found their footage and used it for the film is what they say. Um, now, of course true. we know, we know that's not true. It's yeah. actually filmed, but was there actual footage that they did find that, you know, maybe they based it off of. Um, I don't know that there is, I couldn't find many facts on this one other than that four men did disappear and have not been found to this day. No bodies, no nothing. Why you don't camp in the desert? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it gets hot out there, and then it gets cold, and you don't know. And what the aliens doing. show up, and then the aliens show up you and they start up your butt. You're never seen yes. again. And then you fart fucking UFOs and fire and shit. Do we have a uh, section on signs? We do. We have a mention of signs, but we can talk about signs if you want. Since we got the hat, I feel like we can take a lot of things away from that film. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so those signs is one of those films that I talked about whenever I introduced myself that had major impact on me growing up. It kind of really pushed the fear of uh, aliens and uh, ETs really for me hard. So that's an M. Night Shyamalan film, and it's featuring the lovely Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix, James Newton Howard, cinematography by Tak Fujimoto, Absolutely fantastic film shot extremely well. The movie, how well did it do? A uh, budget of 72 million box office of 408 million, almost made a half a million, half a billion dollars. That's incredible. That's I mean, good. And stuff. I can see why. I mean, it's, it's one of Shyamalan's better films, you know, cause not all of his movies are great, but this, this soundtrack is pretty cool too. Signs uh, was, was one of those movies that I had on VHS as a kid in high school and we would watch it all the time. It's uh but there's a lot and I of do have to say it's one of uh Shamalamalon Shamalamalama Ding Dong's uh best twists, I'd have to say. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean the twist at the end of uh Sixth Sense was pretty good, but this one was Yeah, it's next level. It it, it works yeah. on so many levels. It's you know, and, and it makes you it makes you question. I know for me, especially at that time, I, you know, I was forced to go to church. And, you know, <laughs> as as many of us are when we're younger, you know, we, we don't have the option not to go to church. But for me, it seeing how Mel Gibson as that that character questioned his faith because of <laughs> what occurred to his wife, but then even further making him question his faith because of what was occurring in the world, you know, yes. because for me, the way I see it, and I'm, I'm probably going to piss a lot of people off with what I'm about to say, but that's okay because you can believe what you believe. I believe what I believe. If there, we get proof somehow, some way, one day in my lifetime that there are aliens for me, that just everything that's in the Bible is out the window, you know, uh, there's there's a lot of stuff in there that just doesn't i mean even now it doesn't hold water for me All those hours that i spent smoking weed and watching ancient aliens weren't for waste exactly you know and i i like don't get me wrong i believe there's a god i know there's a god i just don't believe in religion you know what i mean if, if organized we were, religion is bad well i i, and I look at it this Sometimes. way man i've 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 gone to every different kind of uh, you know church and I've tried different religions to see what could pull me in. And mm. there, there really wasn't one that, that I felt did any justice to what yep. the actual word is. You know, with, with Catholicism, why do I need to confess to another human being what my sins are? When God created me, God can hear me. Why can't I just confess to God right then and there? You know, but like I said, that's just my beliefs. But this movie, that's what it did for me. It made me yeah. question, hey, okay, well, fuck. If something like this does exist, then I'm not saying that everything in the Bible is incorrect, but 
it throws a lot of stuff out, you know? And then another thing for me is what if, what we don't, we don't have that. There's that missing link still that we have not found as humans in the evolutionary chain. There's that fucking missing link. What if we are a genetic experiment? That's why we're so far out in the fucking galaxy in, in the universe because some fucking little great hey, aliens. Huh? I said, okay, Mr. Hot take. Well, I'm just saying we we're way out here in, mm-hmm. in on this side of the universe when there's a whole bustling fucking universe of beings that are alive we could be some kind of genetic experiment that left on the island of misfit toys to see what would happen exactly and look at us look at us you know what i mean yeah, like, fucking terrible yeah yeah the fuck we are the engineers the engineers from fucking uh Prometheus. Prometheus. Yeah, man. It could happen. It could be a thing, man. It could fucking be a thing. But back to signs. What 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 do you love about that movie? Dude, the crop circles, the alien design, the cinematography, the acting, uh, the score. What else can you really say? The marketing materials, some of the shock scenes in this is just absolutely well done. Jump scares out the ass. I mean, it's great. It's a good film, man. Favorite scene? Asthma attack. That's a good one. That is a good one. When they fucking shine that light on him and you yeah. see the hand move and you don't really see it until it until it moves. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that just really scared me. And then I think the follow-up of that kid having that attack is just, as a parent, that's next level scary. Yeah, yeah. For me, it would have to be the uh, the reveal of the creatures on That's TV. Yes. No, oh, on TV. Oh, all the Brazilian yes. party. Yes, when when you see those little kids and it just walks across for that, it still gives me chills. I know. I mean, it looks totally fucking CGI now. You can tell, but it's still one of those scenes that fucking stuck with me. And I mean, we don't know. We don't know what's out there. We don't know if they're humanoid. You know, we don't know. You take the skin off Clinton. That's what she looks like. (laughs) I don't have my foil hat on. They're going to get me. But yeah, you know, and so, and then another thing, what about size? There could be fucking alien creatures all the fuck around us right now. We don't know because we can't see them because they're so fucking tiny. Or maybe we're the tiny ones and we're in some fucking aliens butthole right now. We don't know, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, Signs was a good one. Um, another one I wanted to talk about was Dark Skies. Dark Skies. You know, I watched that film. Um, let me pop up some information so I can talk about it a little bit more. That's another 2013 film, actually. Uh, so Dark Skies is a 2013 American science fiction horror film written and directed by Scott Stewart, produced by Jason Blum. <laughs> it was starring Carrie Russell, who mama, Josh Hamilton, Dakota Goya, and J.K. Simmons. Dark Skies was released in the United States on February 22nd, 2013 by Diamantion Films and Film Gross 27.8 million worldwide. That was on my birthday. Reviews from critics with many praising the performances, direction, and atmosphere, but criticized the screenplay, muddled plot, and characters. So if you want a little, 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 little rundown of this story. Yeah. So the kids are being visited by aliens. And then if I remember correctly, they hire someone to come over and like, no, they have security cameras that start picking it up. Right. Yeah. Security. Cause there's all this weird shit that starts happening and the fucking birds start crashing into the fucking. Yeah. That's this movie. The yeah. Fucking windows and shit. So I, that I don't remember the ending. I think I don't think they ever get the kids back or the no, kid. I don't think they do. Yeah, I think they get abducted and then they're just fucking gone. Yeah, because that's that really crazy scene at the end when the dad has like the shotgun and he's in the room, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, that was that was a really good movie. I mean, like I said, we could talk about fucking UFO movies all goddamn day, you know. Um, now but, we have to mention because Joe wanted to talk briefly about the fourth. Oh, yes, kind. the fourth kind. He did mention the fourth uh, kind on so- Facebook. That film is 2009 American science fiction psychological thriller film directed by Olatunde Unsanami and featuring a cast of Milo Jovovich, Elias Cotiez, Corey Johnson, Will Patton, Charlotte Mitchard, Mia McKenna-Bruce, Yulian Verkov, and Olatunde Unsanami. The title is derived from the expansion of J. Allen Hynek's classification of close encounters with aliens in which the fourth kind denotes alien abductions. The film is a pseudo-documentary purporting to be based on real events 
occurring in Nome, Alaska in 2000 with psychologist Dr. Abigail Emily Abbey. Tyler uses hypnosis to uncover, uncover memories of alien abduction from her patients and finds evidence suggesting that she may have been abducted as well. At the beginning of the film, Mila Jovovich's character informs the audience that she'll be playing a character based on a real-life person, Abigail Tyler Jovovich says the film will also be feature archival footage of the real Abigail Tyler, the Abigail Tyler scene and the archival footage is played by Charlotte Milchard and the, in val- various points throughout the film, the archival footage scenes and accompanying dramatic reenactments are represented side by side in split screen. The film received ma- uh, mainly negative uh, reviews from critics, but made 47.71 million in, in cinemas worldwide. The film is pretty damn good. There's an owl in this film that's ever present, similar to Scuba Steve mentioned earlier. Mila Jovovich does a really cool job. And again, this film is different than the other films that we have mentioned because it is that pseudo-documentary style. Steve, take it away, you handsome son of a bitch. So I have not seen The Fourth Kind in fucking forever. I I mean, you just talking about it right now. I was like, okay, I remember little bits and pieces here. Uh, since it was something that Joe mentioned, I didn't put it into my notes to look it up to see if any of it was actually true. But they did actually use footage from the real tape. So something occurred. Now, what the fuck? Did, now, you, what, did you hear what they said that it wasn't actually real tapes, that that was actually uh, footage that they shot and made it look like tapes? Well, they fucking suck for making me think it was real. But that's pretty badass because I love movies that do that. Blair Witch. Blair Witch, I thought it was the I thought it was real until I saw those motherfuckers alive on MTV. You know, Blair Witch so. is still a good film. I mean, oh it's yeah, best. it's not the it's it's good. I I, I like it. You know, Absolutely. I wasn't one of those ones that got motion sickness during the the fucking movie. But oh well, I mean, we can fucking even say Blair Witch with the the fucking uh, reboot that they did kind of had to do with UFOs. You know what I mean? And, and did you ever watch the new one? So in the new one, it's the brother, the little brother of... Goes to find his sister. To go find his sister, yes. And so when they're in the house, you see these bright fucking lights in the window. And you, I want to say you see something in the sky. So they kind of turned it into kind of like a UFO. Well, that's how it should have been. Yeah. So the Blair Witch was essentially a fucking alien or some shit that was living in the woods. That would make sense. Waiting to fucking go home or some shit. I don't know. There's lots of slasher films there like that. Yeah. I think The Being's like that. Yeah. The movie The Being. Uh, I'll have to look that up. So two more things I want to talk about real quick. Uh, Area 51. What are your thoughts on Area 51? What do you think is in there? Lots of alien bodies. Lots of them. Lots of them. What color alien bodies? Gray. Gray. Not green? You don't think they have any green guys in there? Yeah, I think the lizard people are uh, part of the uh, society that we live in. I, I think the greys are more of the ones that they're interested in. I think that the lizard people have been around for centuries and that have adapted to not only look at us, but become a part of society and melt with us and mate with us. I can't see your face, so I don't know if you're fucking serious or not. Okay, you're serious. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, man. I mean, fuck, maybe not to that extreme, but I agree. I mean, there, there's the, yeah, we're not all what we seem, you know, but I'm just saying it, if I meet train, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I know. Bradley Cooper said like, Hey man, like this is happening. Like this is happening, man. Like this, I can see it happening. I don't know. Like I said, COVID, COVID no, vaccine. Man, I don't know about the lizard people, bro. COVID vaccine. It's changing. It's, it's going to change our DNA. People. It's like that amazing Spider-Man sequence. It's like the gas, but it's mm. fucking injectables. We're going to be fucking lizard people from Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man 1, the one with Andrew Garfield. Yeah. One of two things going to happen with this vaccine. We're either all going to get fucking superpowers and destroy the planet. I like that, though. The it, boys. Yes. We're all going to fucking get superpowers and destroy the fucking planet because we're not going to be able to control the fucking powers. Two, we're going to turn into the fucking zombie vampire monsters from fucking I Am Legend. That's even better. Yeah. Now, just think, next year we're supposed to get the version of uh, Justice League on HBO Max, right? 
So in yeah. I Am Legend, you remember the Batman Superman symbol? So maybe they got it incorrect and it wasn't the Batman Superman movie. It was the fucking you need Justice to watch League movie. Yourself. You need to watch yourself. I'm going to watch that movie. I've I'm waited saying. so long for the Snyder Cut. I'm waiting for it too. I, I want to watch it, but I'm just saying. I, it's just going to prove once and for all what I've been saying all along. And I'll save that for another show. Well, you got to say it. You can't just say it proves well, what you say is fucking better. I don't give a fuck about goddamn box office returns. Oh, I agree. I fucking You're love DC. By Disney. I'm sure it's going to be fucking easy. I love DC. <clears throat> I love DC. I'm not going to say I love suicide. Marvel, here's the thing is that they've put all their focus into the films. And that's the only thing that's good about Marvel right now is the films. Yeah. Everything else has gone to hell. You look yeah. at DC. Yeah. Not all the films are perfect, but at least the animated films, the fucking cartoons, yes. the fucking uh, comics and the action figures are fucking premium. They are. They are. I give you that. I agree with you. Toys are slaying it. They're fucking slaying it. The action figure game, man. I agree, man. I agree so fucking much. It's just, you can say, oh, yeah, fucking Marvel movies. Yeah, fucking great. You can love them. But overall, let's look at the grander picture. HBO Max, about to fucking crush everything. Disney Plus, watch yourself. I don't know. I'm not going to say all that. I like Disney you Plus too. What HBO said they're going to drop all their movies next no, year. No, I know, I know, and that's great. That's fucking amazing. But I, I mean, I like the, I like Disney Plus. That's how I watch The Mandalorian. So, I mean, that's you know. how I watch Mulan, the animated one, not that shitty live action. I was like, why the fuck would you watch the live action? Yeah, one? fuck that shit. You got to watch the OG. That's arguably one of the better animated films. There's no Mushu in the fucking. Yeah, exactly. You take the fucking Mushu out of the goddamn Mulan, and they fucking Mulan anymore. It's just some got sort of goddamn fucking like documentary biopic shit about something about something and i don't give a shit about that because it don't got the characters it don't got the fucking funny dragon voiced by eddie murphy no i don't care it needs the music it don't have any of the good music the training sequence the montage they can't make a man out of you in this movie in this movie they can't they can't they can't do it we're getting off track god damn it we don't got much else to talk about, and I got to go soon anyway. So, all right, Roswell. Do you think aliens uh, crashed in Roswell? Absolutely. There's a TV show about Roswell, and yeah. I think that like everyone that was there that day said something happened. They saw bodies. They saw parts of shit. They said something happened. And I've, I've been to Roswell. It's pretty fucking cool. They have a museum, and of course, the museum's got a lot of like goofy shit in it. But it's it reminds me of Men in Black. How the ah. goofy shit, how the goofy shit is really the truth. You know what I mean? And so when I was in there, I, I kind of got that vibe because it does have a lot of goofy shit in it. But it's it's really cool. So I do agree that Roswell something did happen there. So I want to give the listeners something right here. This is the most common signs after an abduction. Okay. Number one, have you ever heard a ringing in your ears that seems to be happening only inside of your head? Yes. Have you ever witnessed any abnormal behavior by animals? Have you ever experienced any unexplained illnesses or blackouts feeling that you might not be in control of your own body? And also, have you ever seen any bright lights in the sky in your neighborhood that moved in an unusual way? These are all signs that you may have been abducted, pulled right from the internet. Ooh. Yes. So it's got to be real. It's got to be real. So ladies and gentlemen, once again, I want to thank you for joining us here on episode five of Somewhat Supernatural. I don't know what the next episode is going to be about. I haven't got that far ahead in my uh, we'll work on it. I produced that. Yeah. Oh, know. yes. Yes. Also, ladies and gentlemen, the man behind that makes the magic happen with Somewhat Supernatural is TJ Bowser. Yeah. He is my producer for the show. So any of the cool shit that happens when, you know, when you get that little consume that pops up on the fucking screen, yeah. that is TJ doing Where, the magic back there. One who makes the intros happen. And yes the boxes yes. and i also help with show formats every whatnot so who knows what can come happen uh we got lots of people to choose from yes we do we do we do we have lots of people to choose from and we have lots of shit to talk about because the world of the paranormal is huge so i want to leave you guys with a quote from sir arthur clark all right it says two possibilities exist either we are alone in the universe or we are not both are equally terrifying think about that <laughs>
black. Remember that, just in case we ever face to face and make contact. The title held by me, in my beat. Is what you think you saw, you did not see. So don't blame me, what was there is now gone. Black suit with the black waistbands on. Walk the shadows, move the silence. Guard against extraterrestrial violence. But your green on, no government that's free straight. Don't exist, no names and no fingerprints. So I'm so strange, watch your back. Cause you never quite know where the MIB is at. Uh, uh. Like boom, like two, fill the room up with the.